I'm Christopher, 46 years old. My senior year of high school, I started hearing about uh, this, this stuff called, called heroin. A lot of things came from that, you know, some good, some bad. I had to get some of this stuff and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what addiction was. And I started to hate myself. Like they say, the addict is the last one to know. For the last three decades, Power Recovery Center has been a hub of alcohol and drug treatment within the Baltimore City area. A few of our clients were willing to be transparent and share their stories of hope and recovery. Baltimore, Maryland. I'm better today. I'm better today. I'm happy today. And I like to share this with, with someone. I, I grew up in Northwest Baltimore, Garrison Avenue. I grew up in a house with my mother and father and um, older sister, older brother. You know, of course, like I said, I, you know, I was the youngest. And uh, I have to say, you know, my my dad, he had his ways, you know. He had, he had his ways, especially as far as the, the women. So I did have uh, other brothers and sisters that were older than me that, you know, I didn't know of until I got, got a little older, you know, that he had outside of, of the home, of our home. And uh, man, a lot, a lot of things came from that. You know, some good, some bad. It was bittersweet. You know, it was, it was good, but then it was hard. And not not pointing the finger, blaming nobody else. But I started taking taking more to to the so called friends out in the streets, and it was we were like a family. You know, we was like a family out there in the streets, you know. We uh we we are a little older now. We're not on the playground no more. We're not on the on the on the bars and stuff, you know, playing games, swinging on the bars, on the poles and the slide board and stuff. We're older now. We're uh we're hanging out now and you know, trying trying new things. You know, here comes the the forty ounce beers and um, here comes the the cigarettes, 
And then here comes the the weed, here comes the marijuana. And it seemed okay. You know, it seemed okay. You know, I was the youngest again, just like it was in the home, out there in the streets. I was the youngest. Everybody was at least three to four years older than me. And it felt felt good to to drink that beer. Even though, mind you, you know, my father used to give me beer when I was little. My mother hated that. But I thought it was the coolest thing. You know, dad drinks, opens up a can of beer and he drinks half of it and then slide that can of um, Pabst Blue Ribbon <laughs> beer to me and say, go ahead, go ahead and drink it. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. I don't remember ever getting drunk or anything, you know, but it was, I didn't even think about getting drunk or anything. I just thought it was cool, you know, sharing that with dad. And uh, so as I got older, you know, we're drinking the 40s and smoking and partying, hanging out, having fun. Girls now, man, and, you know, of course, I was the last one you know, really, you know, getting with the females. You know, the other guys was older and they used to tell me, Oh man, you ain't you ain't no no man yet until you till you go all the way, till you till you know y'all had sex and stuff, man. And man, here I am, you know, trying to trying to be cool, trying to trying to stay with my with my family out outdoors, outside in these streets, you know, I I tried it, you know, and I don't know, I was, I watched some, some porn and stuff and I thought I knew what I was doing. I did it and, you know, right then and there, I, hey, one of the guys for, for real now and, you know, I felt, felt good about that. My senior year of high school, I started hearing about uh, this, this stuff called called heroin and uh i never seen it but i'm hearing more and more about it people talking about heroin you know through the school out in the streets and then uh a couple other guys had some and they was doing it and they offered me some but i didn't do it you know the thing is since I was the youngest, most of the people that I, I hung with looked at me as like the little brother. They really didn't want me to to do that stuff. You know, a couple of them, you know, didn't didn't care. But there was there was some of them that, you know, they really didn't want me to mess around, you know, with that stuff. But, you know. I wanted to be one of the guys. And then they was they were saying stuff like, Oh man, you talking about you talking about some great sex with, with the girls. You gonna be the you gonna be the man. You take a little bit of this stuff and that was it. I, I you know, I wanted to be the man. But there's always a there's always a down for every up. And I found that out the hard way. You know, after a while, it started getting like often. 
we was doing it often. It was it was always brought to me often, and I had to get some of this stuff, and I didn't understand it. You know, what's going on? And I started, one day I seen a couple of my buddies getting sick and throwing up, and, and I wonder what is going on? And one day I woke up, and I was fine, and then maybe an hour later I'm up, and I started getting cramps and bad pains in my back, my stomach, and then I'm getting sick. And I'm like, oh, man, was that a bad batch I had? I don't, I, I don't know. Something is not right. I hope I'm not poisoned or something. And, man, my, uh, a buddy of mine came around, and I'm feeling bad. And he said, you know, take a little bit of this. First, I looked at him like, man, I'm sick. You know, I think it's that stuff, man. He said, no, take take this. And I sniffed it. And I tell you, I sniffed it. And, man, just with the snap of my fingers, it felt like I became a new, strong guy. I mean, I felt great. He, and that's when I learned that I'm I'm hooked. I didn't even understand what hook was. I didn't understand what addiction was. I didn't, I didn't know I was addicted. But I talked to a few people. And, man, I see people out there in the streets throwing up, people going through what I'm going through, feeling what I have felt. And I'm learning I'm addicted. It wasn't fun anymore. It was not fun anymore. It got to the point where just to get up and do simple things, I had to have it. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do the simple things that we take for granted every day. I couldn't do it unless I had a blast, had a sniff of this heroin, of this stuff. And right then and there, I, I hated it. This is maybe two years past that I was doing it. The fun is over. The fun is over. Now it's, I gotta have it. And I didn't want nobody to know. I didn't want my family to know. You know, by this time, I'm a father. I'm a husband. People are saying things. I'm denying it. But at a certain point of time, it's no hiding it. Because I couldn't go to family functions unless I had it. I couldn't go out to dinner unless I had it. I, I, I couldn't spend time with my family I couldn't be, a, be a, a, a father and spend time with the little ones unless I had it. I hated heroin. I hated it. But yet, I had to have it. And I started to hate myself. And I continued to do it. Fooling myself. Thinking if I just do a little bit just to get by. I would be fine. It's a little bit here and there. I would be fine. But that's further from the truth. 
because your body is gonna is gonna call for it, and it's gonna call for more and call for more. Cause the little bit that I that I do, it didn't last long. I didn't want to go through that sickness. I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to embarrass my family. But all in all, I was already embarrassing myself, embarrassing my family. I just thought if if I could hide it, nobody else could tell. But they could tell. Like they say, the addict is the last one to know. And that's the truth. I hated heroin. I would stop. I would stop getting clean. I've been... I've been to a treatment program before. I would stop getting clean. Then I would go on with my life. Everything is fine. But eventually I wind up using again. My goodness, I don't know why. I would get clean again. Go through the motions, go back with my life. Maybe a year go past. But then I wound up using again. I was always able to stop using. My life was ups and downs. My life was, was man, my life, it, it got, got pretty unstable. I was hurting myself, hurting my family, messing up relationships. Stayed to myself a lot. I isolated, which was always a bad thing. I hear about, you know, this this program, you know, pow. I, I was I was told that, you know, maybe I need to talk to a therapist or something, and this place was offering that help. So I sat down with my wife and I decided to, to come to Powell. And when I, I was really feeling down on myself, I was, I was in a dark place at that time. I had recently lost one of the, my best friends. I recently lost my best friend, my, my cousin, who's more like a brother. I lost my cousin. Me and him have been together since since grasshoppers going we we've been together we grew up together and when he died i i lost it i lost it i felt guilty i really took on that burden i felt guilty i felt responsible part part responsible for his death because years ago i introduced him to heroin he denied it and denied it, turned me away. But I convinced him to try it out. And ever since that first time he tried it, he was hooked. Years go by, and then we're here today. This stuff out here in these streets, not even hurling, this fitting all stuff is taking people out. And he was already disabled and was taking meds and he had some of that fentanyl and it took him out. I was talking to him maybe four hours 
prior before I got the call that he was gone. And I felt so responsible that I I just went into a dark place and I just abused my, my pills and I was just taking them. I didn't want to feel nothing. So I'm here at Powell. And when I came here and seen all the people outside walking up and down the block and you know, people standing at the corner by 7-Eleven. I didn't know what didn't know what to think. I was, man, I was like, wow, because number one, I I really don't like crowds. <laughs> I really don't. Man, and it was like I was in another world. And uh when I came in and did the interview and took the physical and I, I got in, I came in and sat down. It was, oh man, it was all sorts of attitudes and personalities going on here. I, I, I didn't know what, what to make of things. I got into the program and they took me to the house where I was to stay and showed me my bunk. It, it took some getting used to. I talked to family and I, I prayed and, you know, I, I said, I'm just going to stick with his, his, his temporary. And the, the, the staff greeted me and staff, staff really been, been nice, nice to me. I haven't had any problems out of anybody. I go to my groups and I stayed to myself for a while. But I had to, I said, you know what? I'm going to do something different. They said for you to get better, you got to speak it. You got to get it off your chest. So I stopped being that guy in the corner. And I started sharing. I started speaking. I started feeling better. I go to mental health class. And this is what a real test is. We have a class called Grief and Loss, and this is where, working on my, my problem about, about my cousin dying, dying, and it was my fault. I couldn't even talk about it, but I tried. Each week I go to Grief and Loss class, I would try to talk about it, and I couldn't get through, but I noticed each week I would be able to talk a little more. So I might not be able to keep talking but I would talk a little more each week and then it got better and it started getting better and then finally I was able to talk and explain what I was feeling on the inside about my cousin and before you know it I was gaining confidence I was gaining strength and I started listening to listening to everybody and they're giving me giving me you know information and I started really getting strong here. I, I I really I really appreciate this mental health class here at Powell. I'm starting to learn about the whys, why I did this, why I did that, and these things I had to learn. I am so grateful, and today I can talk about it, 
And also today, I don't feel that I was guilty of, of my cousin's death. And also, my cousin's death won't be in vain. My recovery, me getting better, is for me. But my cousin is my inspiration. And from here, I'm going to continue to get better. Recovery is for the rest of my life. Recovery is not only about drugs. Recovery is about anything that makes me better. And I'm going to do whatever it is that makes me better. But I'm also going to help others. Just like people help me. Just like Powell, the staff, everyone here helped me. Family helped me. I'm going to help somebody else because we need it out here in our community. I'm grateful to Powell. I'm so grateful to my family. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to God. And I'm grateful for myself because I took that stand to get better. And I will continue to get better. Everyday lives are being transformed in Southeast Baltimore through the Power Recovery Center. If you or someone you love needs to be in treatment, please contact our staff at 410-276-1773 or you can visit our website at Power Recovery.